<laughs> there you go. It's been quite a ride so far, yeah. I mean, we've been wanting to start this for quite a while. Started, I don't know, some of y'all might be able to remember. Um, I attempted to start this in December, but this is a great time to do this and just keep the momentum going. Um, Cause right now I've been able to start working on this great project, man, um, that I'm going to be able to give back to my community. And uh, did this with some great friends that I've known for many, many years, man. A great portion of my life, more than half of my life. Um, and we just came together on an idea just, just to try something out, man. And when we start putting them wheels in motion, <laughs> man, so now we're here. Here we at this point where uh, <laughs> we're about to have a great event, man, that could potentially be long lasting. That could be something that, you know, year after year, annual thing, man. <clears throat> but <laughs> from the last time that I started to talk on this podcast, man, life has surely taught me quite a bit, man. I know for a fact I can go back and listen at that, you know, initial attempt at this and almost wouldn't even recognize that person because within nine months, maybe eight, nine months, you know, I've grown so much just based on, you know, situations of life, man. And I'm in this thing to learn life. I'm in this thing to learn every day. You know, I don't want to, you know, because I understand that every moment of your life is a lesson. That you should be, and, and it's important and imperative that we all uh, pay attention to that fact, you know, because we could get lost. You know, we could, you know, be missing, you know, what we deem as small lessons, but eventually manifest themselves to be major lessons and we passed them up you know um so don't do that like let's not do that let's focus on you know learning every day you know even the things that we deem to be you know oh that's too easy well that too easy eventually you know compound itself with other easy things and they become major later (laughs) so pay attention man be 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 a person of understanding you know that's important um but let's talk about these times man the this you know this year this year has been quite a journey um like i said if i was to talk to that person who recorded that first episode back in december um yeah he wouldn't be able to fathom you know the thought process that i have now um uh not 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 even a month later um my aunt died you know and that started this whirlwind of just emotions <clears throat> and just trying to figure things out again um to how I was going to live on man you know cuz that's what we're supposed to do you know death isn't supposed to be a thing of 
you know, destruction for us. It's supposed to be, you know, it's something, it, it happens. It's supposed to happen. You know, the people that we connect to, you know, in our lives. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. The people that we um, connect to in our life, um, they're not supposed to be here forever, man. <laughs> you know, and it's a it's a tough reality to face, yo, because it's like we want people to, you know what I mean? We want to stay connected to people forever, but, you know, like, yo, think about it, you know? Like, just think about it. Like, nobody's here forever. And when we get caught up in that thought that people should, you know, we kind of, you know fall back because our bodies naturally move forward you know what i'm saying and if 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 our physical you know body is continuing to progress and grow and manifest by you know naturally you know that's just our make our makeup but mentally we're holding ourselves back attempting to hold on to a person that was here for a moment and that could be you know relationships in many different ways romantically you know family connection friendship connection associated connection acquaintance connection you know what i'm saying in different times we can hold on to those things that have died off you know and that happens sometimes when we experience death of our loved ones you know, that person's physical, you know, presence is no longer here, you know, but, you know, and that's another, you know, like, I don't want to be in it, you know, if I pass away, I don't want to be buried, you know what I mean, because I don't want to perpetuate, you know, that for my kids or my loved ones, you know, um, you know, my great, great grandkids, hopefully I can live that long, but um, I don't want anybody to hold on to my presence because I'm going to give all I got while I'm here, right? And I'm going to definitely make my kids understand. And I would like for you all to understand this point too, is that, you know, once this is just a shell (laughs) and my responsibility here is to provide as much guidance, leadership, and understanding that I possibly can before it's my time to go. But when it's my time to go, I'm gone. I want I want you to think about me when you're about to make these decisions that I, I've shown you the right way. I've said, oh, this is what you should do. This isn't what you should, you know, you shouldn't do this or whatever. Like, that's when I want you to dwell on me at times, but not all the time. Don't live, don't, don't allow me to live in my passing. I'm no longer here. You know, and so um, now (laughs) we still human, you know, and we still want what we want. And we still have that selfish, like, you know, presence with us. So with that, you know, it'd be difficult to, uh, you know, just not allow yourself to still feel bad and still want those things because I still had that. You know what I'm saying? When, when my aunt passed away, man, for some months too, even though I understood or I still understand that whole thing that I just broke down to you, 
I wasn't able to break out of that, yo. I still had to go through those emotions. I still had to um, allow myself to grieve because that's part of the grieving process. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and it's important to pay attention to that. And if you don't know all the stages, you know, it's something that's very important for you to go and take a look at, you know. Um, so, yeah, man. <laughs> but it was tough because it's been a year of just loss in a way. But understanding as well, because um, I grew from it, you know. So it wasn't all lost for real. It was a lot of gain. Um, I've become a person that I never thought I would be able to become, you know, because I just didn't have certain experiences to kind of connect me in that way. But, uh, yeah, man. It's been wild. It's been wild. It's been a wild journey, but I appreciate the journey. You know, I appreciate where I am right now. I appreciate the man that I'm becoming. Um, because I know I'll be able to um, extend myself. Continue, I'll be able to continue to extend myself to assist and help others, you know, become better people. And that's my ultimate goal. That's what I know. I know that's my purpose in this life. So, um, I'm here, you know, and we putting on this Stop the Violence rally, right? And it seems like, you know, things have been, you know, exposed to me in so many different ways with us trying to put this together um, that... Now, you know, I'm ready to, you know, hit the ground running, moving forward to um, make sure we, we, we continue to push, you know, positive and progressive and beneficial agendas for, you know, this community, our community, my community at the moment. Because it's a lot of people that say they want to do or talk about doing or even put information and programs out together, but, you know, stop the, stop the, um, the marketing or the action to pulling people in and making sure that they get this information, you know? It's like people say they want to see this change, but do way more to perpetuate or sustain the current situation you know they do they do way more action toward that than they do toward like really moving and change you know like right now downtown Dupinus is going through a process that us scholars you know college people you know what I mean and some you know non-scholar people who you know are informed and I don't want to make myself sound as though I'm better than anybody but I am I am get I do have I, I have been exposed to information that other people haven't or chose not to. So, you know, if I speak that way, please don't take me as being cocky, but it's just an understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I call myself a scholar because I still continuously invest time in investing in, in understanding knowledge and information. So if I speak in that way, please don't, you know, think that I'm, I'm trying to big up myself or platform myself above anybody because that's not my intention, you know. But, you know, people call it a gentrification, you know, and that is that is a, you know, I, I heard that word so, so, so much and undergrad uh, and I just never really I mean I believed it to be a possibility but I never thought that I would be able to witness it firsthand because I don't know it's easy to get caught up in feeling like your neighborhood your neighborhood is going to always be your neighborhood it you know it is what it is you know this is that section this people happy where they are they ain't trying to you know do nothing different so it's whatever but then was I wrong <laughs> you know I was very wrong and now I'm able to witness this process of gentrification in my neighborhood right now you know and again <laughs> Me, me being a person that always was like seeking knowledge and, you know, never really was good with change. So when change happened, it was major to me where to a lot of other people, it just seemed like, oh, you know, it is what it is type of thing. But, man, I've been watching my neighborhood get gentrified for 15, 20 years, you know, since I was a little kid, man, like 10 years old or something like that, you know, and it first happened right on my block and I just you know I just it was just like oh well it just happened because it was just like a I don't know like I always believed in progression so it just seemed like man this these apartments so old and so run down and blah 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 that it's time or whatever not knowing or not realizing that that was the start of the process because at that point in time, you know, like I watched brand new houses get built, built in my neighborhood. I'm talking about to us what would have been considered like middle class housing. You know what I'm saying? Smack dab in the middle of the hood, bro. On one block, two blocks, two blocks, they built brand new houses on 26th Street and 25th Street. And then on my block that I was living on at the time, 20, on 36th Street, they start, they tore down some of the projects which used to be orchid homes and built, you know, the elderly high rise. Took all the elderly out of the neighborhood, threw them in the high rises. And then when they all was gone out, they tore that shit down. You know what I'm saying? Tore the projects down. And some years went by. You know. Then they built some more houses over there. So I say all that to say, like, I'm watching this happen right in front of me, man. And I'm like, I feel like the kid 
in the middle of the street in the middle of the street screaming like yo this is happening like this is happening y'all don't see this like this is going on like this ain't right but everybody just walking past like it's just life oh well you know I'm going to just move in the direction they tell me I got to go in. I'm going to make a fuss about it, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to go. Like, <laughs> this system is controlling, man. You know? Like, this public assistance stuff, like, yo, people really, you know, bank their life on it to say, like, this is what it's supposed to be forever, but... How can you say this is mine when you don't have to deed to anything? You know? Like, what do we want to do? Do we want to be free? Or do we want to maintain this mindset of freedom, but it really isn't? You know? This is, we are really not free. And you have no say so for real on what's about to happen. So let's not have it continue to be that way, people. Like, let's really, like, look into sustainable living where you're comfortable. You ain't even got to, you know, like, kick that whole thing. I got to be better than you. I got to make sure that I got the toppest, the best thing. Like, hey, yo, I work with kids, man. My kids are do that at my daycare. I want to be first because I got to be first. I want to be in the front of the line because I got to be in the front of the line. Like, man, look, long as your lights ain't getting cut off, long as your roof, you got a roof over your head, long as you got, you can walk out the door and sit in your car and drive to wherever it is that you want to, long as you got money in your bank account to decide when you say, oh, I want to just go here or do that or buy this, you know, you're able to do so. That's life, you know, because you got to think about it. When you basing your, your, your standard of living to the next person, <laughs> that takes time, you know? It takes time. So then you got to go look and see what this person is doing first. First. Then you invest time into, like, thinking, like, oh, well, they got that, so now I got to go try to go get something else because they can't be better than it's time you invested in negativity, man. Like, who, who... Who wants to live like that? Well, it's hard to ask that question because it's people that's out here that do, that do that. But it's like, damn. Invest that time into continuing to live easy. You know? <laughs> live how you want to based on what you decided was best for you. Not what somebody else, not not what's best for somebody else, and you think that it's gonna be best for you. Nah, spend that time understanding what you want, what you need. You know, that's substance living, man. You know, because of shit, I feel like if you if you decide these things for yourself and they work out, it's like you know. You can appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? But if it doesn't work out and you feel like you got to make changes in your life, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least you won't be mad about the change because, or that upset about, you know, it not working out because you tried it. You know, you, you attempted that. You know, you didn't, 
you know, you didn't live through somebody else. So it's like you ain't blaming nobody else but yourself. So how mad would you be at yourself? Yeah, I get mad at myself, but I don't stay mad at myself because I know I don't like I know how long I want other people to stay mad at me. So why would I stay mad at myself? You know what I'm saying? But if I'm mad at myself, then I'm holding myself accountable. If I'm mad at myself, when I'm holding myself accountable, then I'm going to be looking forward to the things I need to do to better my situation and not allow it to, you know, stay the same. So if that situation didn't work out, that thing that I tried to do, you know, that I connected myself to, didn't work out. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to get mad at myself. You know, I'm going to think it out. Try it a different way. And keep it moving. Man, y'all gonna hear me say, man, protect your peace a lot, man, because it's important. And that's the way that I protect mine. Go through that whole process. Protect my peace. So I want y'all to be able to live that way, too with me, you know, <laughs> I like this way of podcasting, just people walking with you is like that, walking with me, <laughs> like Mr. Rogers, some shit, <clears throat> yeah, man. Live easy, man. Be men and women that want to live that way and push to live that way at all costs. It's vital. It's important. It's needed. But that's my time today, man. Peace and love.